Hi, welcome. Welcome to a, another practice. This one today is going to be a restorative practice. So if you've chosen this one, you are ready for a relaxing and nourishing few minutes for yourself. And the beauty of this one is you're going to be in control of how long you spend in each pose. So I'm going to guide you into the poses, invite a few breaths, and if that's enough for you, that's fine if you want a really short practice. But if you want to stay longer, because they're restorative, you can stay in each pose for up to 20 minutes quite comfortably, as long as you are comfortable. And just pause the, the recording and stay as long as you like. You will need a bolster. If you don't have a bolster, pillows or cushions or rolled up towels or blankets. All of the poses can be done without a bolster as well, so you could just um, omit the bolster if you, if you don't have anything. And a blanket, maybe a couple of blankets. So you might have one for a pillow, a folded blanket, you might have one to place over yourself. Make sure you're wearing something comfortable, make sure you're nice and warm. So practicing in a warm room. So when you have everything you need, you can come to your mat or you might just be practicing on a carpet. You don't really need a mat for these postures. And we are beginning in Shavasana. So maybe you just lay down in your classical Shavasana. So your legs might be straight, your knees might be bent, arms beside your hands resting to the abdomen. Or if you do have a bolster or an alternative bolster, we are going to prop the knees up. So as you come into Shavasana, you want the bolster underneath the back of the knees so that when your legs release out over the bolster, your heels are to the floor and your toes are slightly lifted. So you're really giving the weight of your legs to the bolster. And then see how you feel through the neck. You might prop the head up with a folded blanket, just finding a bit of space through the back of the neck. We don't want the chin to be lifted. We want the chin and the forehead to be roughly in line. So there's a slight tilt through the chin towards the chest to find that length, that space. Settle through the arms. So shoulder blades settled, arms beside you, hands to the belly, whatever feels good. And then in your beginning Shavasana, you're setting the tone for your practice. So turn your attention inward, close the eyes if you're comfortable to, that really helps to withdraw that sense to go inward, to go into that inner world, to notice how you are, how you feel. So you might take a moment to just scan through the body, see if anything's calling out to you, if you notice any sensations. And then softly come to settle your awareness on the breath. And possibly then, this is when the breath starts to deepen. So you feel a deeper inhale and a longer exhale, just organically grows. Using every breath out, and this is with every posture to soften the body a little bit more, to use that support if you have that bolster beneath you to support your body so there's less effort required on your part to be 
in this posture. So releasing to the earth, releasing to any props you may have beneath you. Then if you want to stay here longer, hit the pause button, maybe set your timer for five, ten minutes. Or maybe this is enough. So if you're ready to move, you can bring the feet to your bolster and just roll the bolster away, just push the bolster away so that the legs then straighten along the floor. Let's take a moment to have a little bit of a wriggle, so reach away through the heels, stretch the arms overhead. And you can reach away through the right fingertips and the left heel, through the left fingertips and the right heel, through the right fingertips and the left heel, and then the left fingertips and the right heel. So you get that diagonal movement. And then take your time to bring the arms back beside you, to bend into the knees, and then to roll over onto one side. Just pausing for a moment, using the underneath arm as a pillow. And then only when you feel ready to, on an inhale, slowly coming up. So from that side lying position, you ease your way up, looking to the floor so your head is really soft. And as you come up, the head comes up last. So we do this to avoid any kind of dizziness in the change in blood pressure. And then when you have come up to seated, take your bolster again. This time you're going to lie it in front of you. So the short end is towards you, then the length of the bolster is out ahead of you. Or if you have a mat, along the length of the mat. And we're going to take supported child's pose. So take the knees wider than the bolster, hug the bolster in towards you. So you're going to see if you can lay the belly on the bolster. And you're sitting back onto the heels, so child's, wide knee child's pose. So just see how it would be, walk the hands further away from you either side of the bolster to bring your front body onto the bolster. And sometimes this is really comfortable as we are. Other times you might want to take one of your blankets to either put it on top of the bolster where your head will be or under the bolster just to prop the bolster up a little. Or sometimes just remove the bolster and just do your normal classical wide knee child's pose. So take a moment to find comfort. Arms can be either side of the bolster, but we don't want too much weight pouring through them, so adjust where the forearms are positioned. Or if you have propped your bolster up a little, you might even hug the arms underneath the bolster, so like you're hugging the bolster towards you. And then in this pose, turn the head to one side, so you get a little bit of a neck opening in this position, so just looking to one side. Settling in. If you have got that connection of the belly to the bolster, or you might have padded yourself out with some blankets there, start to breathe into the belly, breathe into your support. And if you want to hit the pause button, again, you can set your timer for five, ten minutes or more. Just remembering to turn your head halfway through so you even out through the neck. If you're staying with me and you're just dipping your toes in this restorative practice and just taking a few minutes to yourself, then turn the head the other way just for the last few breaths. Remembering to keep the breath smooth and deep but soft and to use every breath out to Release towards your prop. 
So the muscular effort softens. And then placing the hands now either side of the bolster, turning the head to look towards the bolster, and then walking the hands towards you so you can come back to a seated position. Keep the bolster as it is, just release your legs off to one side. Let's take a moment to stretch or move the body or take any kind of movement that just feels good. And then we are coming into a twist. So if you haven't got a bolster and you're just practicing without any support, you're gonna lie down and take your, bend the knees, take the knees over to one side and stretch the arms out at shoulder height. If you do have a bolster, we're gonna lie over the bolster in the twist, so it's a supported twist. So bolster where it was with the child's pose. You're going to take your legs over to one side, so both knees are bent, and bring that hip, so if you've taken your knees over to the left, your right hip is gonna jump right up to that short end of the bolster, so the smaller end of the bolster. And then you twist to face the bolster, just like you did with the child's pose. You're going to invite your belly and your front body over the bolster. So the arms are either side of the bolster again, walk the hands away from you. You're gonna use the forearms as a support, but not bearing too much weight through them, to lie in this twisted position. So you've got two options here and it really depends on how much movement you've got through the spine and how deep a twist you're able to go into. You can either turn your gaze to the same direction as the knees, which is a little softer, a little softer twist and much more kind on the neck if you have any neck issues. Or if you feel you can really find a, a nice twist and you're bringing the, more towards the centre of the chest to the bolster as you lay over it, you could turn your head in the direction away from the knees. It feels much deeper through the spine, through the organs, so just make sure that's suitable. And then settle in, take a few breaths. Sometimes it takes a little bit of wriggling to find the best position. You might adjust the legs a little. And then decide if you are just spending a few moments here or if you're going to press pause. And then if you're ready to come out and come to the second side, if your gaze is away from the knees, Make sure you're supported through the arms so you can release that twist through the neck. Turn the head to face the same direction as the knees. Just pause for a moment. And then ground down through the hands or the forearms to ease your way away from the bolster. So you come back to sitting with the knees out to one side. And then you can just turn away from the bolster. So you twist through the body, flip the knees over to the other side. And then jut that outer hip, the opposite outer hip, right up to the edge of the bolster again. Frame the hands either side of the bolster. Twist through the torso, so feel that twist as you come into it. So front body is laying over the bolster. And when you get there, decide. We're different on both sides, so see if it feels okay to turn the head away from the knees. 
which is much stronger, or you keep your head, your gaze in the direction of the knees. And if you're on the floor, of course, you just flip the knees over to the other side. If you're lying without a bolster. And then see how it feels on this side. Sometimes it can feel very different. We're not symmetrical. So checking in, inviting that softness with every breath out, a deeper release into your practice. And keeping your awareness inward, so noticing physically what's going on, noticing the breath. And if the breath becomes shorter, or you're gasping for, for the air, you've gone too deep, you want the breath to remain the same, so nice and smooth and restorative. So you may have already decided that you are pausing, if you paused on the first side and spend as long here as feels good, mirroring the first side, so same time. We're just taking another couple of breaths here. And then grounding down through the forearms or through the hands to turn the head in the direction of the knees if it isn't there already. So just releasing through the neck. And then ground down through the hands to rise up. So peeling your front body away from the bolster and then coming out of the pose. So leaving again the bolster and if you have the blanket, the blanket where it is. And then you're going to turn, keep the bolster as it is, turn away from the bolster. So your back body, the back of your pelvis is right up against that short edge of the bolster. And for this one, you might want the folded blanket underneath your sitting bones, especially if you have a very high bolster. Some of the bolsters, if they've not been used very much, they're quite firm. So they're actually better when we use them more and they get a bit softer and a bit more pliable. If yours is quite firm, you might want just a little bit of elevation through the pelvis so this back bend isn't too deep in the lower back, in the lumbar spine. So you would just sit on a folded blanket or if you have yoga blocks, yoga blocks are a good option. And then you jump up, so you wriggle back to the bolster. So the bolster is right up at the back of the pelvis. Hands come beside you and ease yourself so that your back body now lies over the bolster. And then when you get there, decide if you need a support under the head. So if you feel, just like we considered in the first posture in Shavasana, that your chin is lifting higher than your forehead or your chin feels like it's sticking up and there's a big arch in the lower, uh, the back of the spine, at uh, the cervical spine, the back of the neck, then a pillow, a folded blanket, or again, a yoga block just underneath the back of the head can really help to lengthen out that area of the spine and just feels better. It's quite nice to use a blanket here if you have one and you can just tuck it all around the back of the head. If you've been to my classes, you know what I mean. You just tuck it into all the nooks and crannies to make a little nest for your head. And then arms can settle beside you. If you can, the palms can turn up or the little finger edges of the hands come to the floor and the fingers just curl in. That can feel quite nice. And in regards to the legs, you might keep the knees bent. 
So knees can be towards the ceiling or they can knock in a little. Or you can straighten the legs away from you. So see how you feel most comfortable. If you're familiar with practicing a restorative practice, you could take the knees wide and the soles of the feet together into Supta Baddha Konasana variation, but make sure you have something underneath the outer knees. So cushions, pillows, blankets, yoga blocks. And then settle in here. So this is a really lovely one for opening through the front body and giving yourself space through all the organs. And you might even feel here that the breath deepens through the front body and you feel that spaciousness through the ribcage, through the lungs. And this is one of my favorite restorative poses. And if you feel the same, if you feel really comfortable, Maybe you hit pause and you press your timer for longer. So see if, if five minutes felt good in the previous poses, see if you can do 10 minutes in this pose. If you're just having a shorter practice today, taking about another three breaths here. And then just be very mindful of how you come out of this one. If your pulse is not too high, sometimes bending the knees if they're not already, so feet are to the floor, taking the knees over to one side and then rolling to the side so you roll off your bolster can be the softest way. If you feel okay coming straight up, then by all means do, but it's a bit more aggressive on the nervous system, so it's not as in keeping with a restorative practice. So if you can, if that's accessible, roll to one side and come out that way and gently come up to seated. However you get there, take your time to come to a seated position. Just move your bolster off your mat or just out of your space just for a moment and sit. So either cross-legged or legs reaching out in front of you or kneeling if you're comfortable kneeling. And we'll just take a little side stretch here just to bring that movement into the spine before we then come back to Shavasana. So growing tall through the spine, crown of the head lifts away from the tailbone. And then plant your left hand or fingertips just out to the left, beside your left hip. And then reach your right arm up. So you can either reach up and stretch the fingertips up towards the ceiling or you can reach over towards the left. So you feel this space through the right side and then breathe into that right side. Then inhale to come back up, reaching the right arm up if you took it overhead and exhale to release the right hand straight to the second side. So right hand out to the right onto the palm or fingertips. Left arm sweeps up, reach up, find that space through the left side. Either stay there or reach overhead, so you're reaching towards the right. And then you've brought this side bend, this lateral stretch into that left side.
And then inhale to reach up if you took it into the side bend and exhale to release that left hand all the way back down. And then we're ready to come back to the floor. So grab everything you need. If you want to just lie on your mat in your normal Shavasana that we would do in class, then just settle yourself down. If you want a supported Shavasana, your bolster could go underneath the knees again. Same way we set ourselves up in the first posture when we began. And this time, because you're going to be here a little bit longer, I would recommend a blanket or a pillow underneath the head for support and a blanket over you, especially if um, you're practicing at the moment in winter. And more than anything, my teacher taught me when we have a blanket over us, it's not just about warmth, it's an energetic boundary and it's just comforting and it really does feel nice. So taking your time to lay down, using any support you might need underneath the head, underneath the knees, a blanket over you. Taking a few moments to wriggle into the pose. Let yourself be at your most comfortable, check in with the lower back. And it makes a difference to where the bolster is as to how your lower back feels. So making sure that the bolster is suitably positioned to you. Sometimes more towards underneath the thighs can feel good for some people or directly under the, the back of the knees feels good. Depends on the length of your legs, the size of your bolster. And then settle. Arms beside you, hands to the abdomen. If you have an eye pillow, I know some of you do, you might even place that over the eyes. So you want the majority of the weight in the eye pillow to be on the forehead and just light fabric over the eyes. And see how it feels to find this stillness. See how it feels to release the body in this way, we're inviting a release of tension. Physical tension, emotional tension, mental tension. And it really is amazing how the practice of restorative yoga really gives us what we need. So it can help to lift our energy, it can help to lower our energy. Whether we are a little bit buzzing, a little bit fried, or a little bit lethargic. It is restorative in that it brings us back to our centre. So seeing if you can feel this posture in this present moment. No judgement, just being. You might notice your body becoming heavier as you start to soften and release. And then now you are settled, I will leave you here so there's no need to press pause now, I'll just end the recording. So I invite you to stay here for at least another two minutes, but as long as you can. So if you've never practiced a Shavasana for more than a couple of minutes, then challenge yourself, see if you can stay here for five. 
Maybe see if you could stay here for 10 and see what happens. The posture, the practice becomes very different the longer you stay. It's a wonderful, wonderful practice. So I hope you enjoy. I'll leave you here. Namaste.